Well, thank you for listening to that rather strange episode. Hopefully it didn't confuse you too much. And we'll see you next time on Spicy Times. And our final game is Movie Madness, a game where we'll corrupt film plots by adding disastrous details, then decide if we'd still go see them or if they have lost all cinematic glory. Okay. So our first plot is a pirate getting buried treasure. Except he reveals it and the treasure is actually a lost dog. A lost dog. (laughs) Yeah. And that is sad because... Because he's been trapped in there for many years. Oh. And and then they have to... And then the pirate, who was originally, like, mean and he didn't care about anyone because he's a pirate. And then he finds this dog who's been trapped in a treasure chest for, like, Mm -hmm. centuries because, you know, the dog is immortal, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, (laughs) And then then he has to learn to be kind to the dog Mm -hmm. because... The dog has missed out on life. Yeah. And he's like, well, I've got to introduce the dog to stuff again. And they become friends and have a bond and form a relationship. So it's like bringing a kind of dog that hasn't no idea about the modern world. Yeah. Up to... Up to par. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I like it. Yeah. Um, Would the pirate turn good by the end? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, like, at first, he's like... You know, I've just searched, like, this whole time trying to find, like, gold and stuff. And he finds a dog and he's really disappointed. Yeah. He doesn't like the dog. But then one of his crewmates is like, I'm going to bring the dog with me. Mm-hmm. I kind of want it on the ship. Yeah. And then over time, the pirate gets to know the dog. Yeah, that's very good. And changes his mind. Mm-hmm. I'd go see that. It's, it's very emotional. That's great. What would you call it? El Perro. Is that <laughs> dog in Spanish? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is it a Spanish pirate? Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> okay, our next film plot is ghosts haunting a house. How could we change that? Um, we're trying to make it sad, right? We could make it sad or we could make it happy because ghosts are pretty, like, yeah. that's pretty sad anyway. So maybe let's try and make it happy instead. Have you got something? I don't know if you call it something, but it is kind <laughs> of something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you've got some ghosts, right? Of course. And they are, like, invisible to everyone else because they're ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, like, go into other people and see the world from different perspectives. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they're ghosts. And ghosts are, like, trapped in purgatory, kind of. Yeah. Because you know, they didn't, like, make it to heaven. Mm-hmm. They're not in hell. So they're kind of like bad people who need to atone for their sins. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, like, go into other people and see the world from their perspective and then gain insight into everyone's lives mm-hmm. and then become good people. So it's like a ghost possessing someone. Yeah. But, but then they actually like the world. Yeah, but they learn more about everyone mm-hmm. and everyone's ideologies. Nice. Yeah. I like it. I'd go see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like that. Name? Can I get a name for that? El Ghost. El Ghost. <laughs> El Ghostio and Muchos Gracias. <laughs> the Ghost and Many Thanks. <laughs> okay, what about a band struggling to keep their former glory? They, they have to switch it up. Their band isn't working. Of course, yeah. So they decide to make their whole band out all the original members mm-hmm. who left the group and abandoned it there's one guy left oh, okay right? yeah because everyone else left the band yeah so now he's a one-man band but he needs bandmates yeah so he gets holographs and like mm-hmm. yeah he puts them on stage with them yeah right um and then he 
he like remakes all the instruments of course like exactly the same as they were back yeah. in the good days that he mm -hmm. misses yeah but he makes them also a hologram okay mm -hmm. and then the holograms kick him out of the band oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they become one man hologram band yeah no <laughs> no then the holograms are like because because you know his friends left him he's very sad mm -hmm. um it's a very sad film but then you know he brings them back in holograms exactly the same as they were and he gets his friends back yeah you know? and then everyone likes them and then the holograms are sad yeah because they're holograms <laughs> they have no emotion <laughs> like, sad oh. is their default <laughs> no emotion is just sad mm -hmm. <laughs> of course <laughs> i'm not sure if i would see that i feel like no. it'd be hard to follow the plot yeah and especially because the holograms would have to be so accurate that they were real mm -hmm. you wouldn't know if they were real or the holograms yeah maybe that's what maybe happens that's also the, maybe that's the plot and then one time he goes on stage mm -hmm. you know after being successful yeah and he performs with them thinking they're holograms but they're actually the real people in oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> great finale mm -hmm. but then it turns out they're all holograms and they were and never was, real in the, the first place five. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and that would be called l <laughs> L Matrixo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what about a corrupt government official is exposed? Basically, right. All the mm -hmm. newspapers. Yeah. They expose him, and they make it seem like he did a bad thing. Okay. But it's actually the story of unveiling what he actually did because they all write about it as if it was a negative thing that he was exposed for. Oh, okay. But the whole time he's actually being exposed for like. A good thing. Planting trees. <laughs> but they thought it was, like, covering up murders. Mm -hmm. I like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a big twist at the end. It's like it's like a crime drama. Yeah. Yeah. But it turns out they were wrong mm -hmm. about everything. Yeah. And then maybe the person who they were trying to frame or trying to, like, um, expose, mm -hmm. they actually expose the original people for trying to expose them because they broke the law, like yeah. breaking into his office to try and yeah. get incriminating records. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. shows not everyone is good. I mean, not everyone is good. <laughs> <laughs> or everyone is not bad. Everyone is, is a people. <laughs> everyone a people. L, everyone a people. <laughs> okay. What about wild animals guiding a lost girl? Out of the forest. Yeah, I don't even think I need to edit that. That sounds like a good film. Yeah, but it's like, how can we change that to make it like a different... Different thing. Perspective. Um, okay, well, originally I'm thinking, wow, this is such a wholesome story. Yeah. But maybe they're <laughs> guiding her out of the forest. Through fear. Into... Oh! Into something else. Oh, okay. Know? Into something worse. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe, instead of like, the wild animals could just be bears... <laughs> <laughs> and the girl is running in fear but the bears are actually trying to help her oh wow yeah yeah so it's again about how all people are either good or bad <laughs> all people are people an agenda. Yeah. <laughs> and some of them might be bears <laughs> bears are people too yeah <laughs> um and that would be called Brother Bear. <laughs> El Bear. We called The Jungle Book 2. Return of about, the Bears. It's about animals and a small child mm -hmm. in a forest. So it's called The Forest Book. <laughs> the Forest Book. Mm -hmm. I like it, yeah. It's kind of like a parody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have watched that. Yeah. Um, 
it would be like half horror, half comedy. Yeah. Maybe the first chapter is from the girl's perspective, and I mean, it's like a horror movie. Yeah. The second chapter the is, but it's a comedy movie. Yeah. Great. Um, what about a cowboy saving the town? Um, he saves the town, except all people are people, as we have learned from the other three yeah. films that mm-hmm. are also in the same uh, series yeah. of films. <laughs> What's the series called? People are people. People are people. Uh-huh. And this is the fourth one. And the summer bears, in parentheses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they add more characters to the and summer bears, and they add another mm-hmm. bracket, and summer cowboys. <laughs> every film. For every film. Yeah. Oh, nice, I like that. Um, but he has, like, a bad agenda, you know, because mm-hmm. all people are people. Yeah. Um, so he saves the town, but then he takes over the town. Yeah. Because he takes advantage of the fact that they, that they admire him. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. So he is the corrupt government official. He becomes that. Yeah. At the end. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. And that would be called... Well, people are people, parentheses. And so, bears, parentheses. And cowboys, brackets, close brackets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you need to multiply out the bracket. Yes. <laughs> you get a lot of square numbers. <laughs> so our next game is pretty confusing. It's quizzical backwards quizzes a backwards quiz in which i will give louis the correct answer to a quiz format we have already played and he must guess the two fake answers i would have created to try and trick him okay does that make sense yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) okay so the first quiz format that we have already played is irregular idioms so this is an idiom from Poland, and the correct answer is to drill a hole in your belly. Okay. Firstly, do you want to guess what that actually means? Um, to lose your appetite. Ooh, it could be. Like, you're <laughs> eating food and it's just falling out of your belly. More like you drill and then you no longer have a stomach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you don't want any food at all? No. Okay. Um, it's actually... To be pestering or to pester someone. So it's like, if you drilled a hole in someone else's belly, you would be pestering them. That'd be, that'd be a little bit annoying. Yeah, that would be quite yeah. annoying. Because <laughs> they wouldn't have any appetite. So what, what around the biological and hardware theme were the other two false answers that I would have tried to trick you with? To hammer a nail. Ooh. Kind of. Into the floor. You're kind of close. What would that mean if that was an idiom? Um, you missed the plank of wood and you hit the floor. (laughs) Uh, it's kind of about a certain body organ. To hammer a nail into your hand. What would that mean? To miss what you're (laughs) trying to do and then it backfires. But you succeeded because you wanted up. Did you want to hammer a nail into It's like earrings. You get Uh, hand rings. (laughs) But they're very big. Yeah. um, And not very useful. I guess earrings aren't very useful. But (laughs) I don't know. You could like hang a snack. (laughs) And then just reach over with your mouth. Mm -hmm. One of them is kind of like hammering. Mm -hmm. To drill a nail. Oh, you're so close. To screwdriver a nail. Yeah. But it's to do with an organ on your face. Into your face. (laughs) My face organ. Your face organ. (laughs) It's like uh, the organ you play. (laughs) A pipe organ. To screwdriver a nail into your 
eyeballs simultaneously. Oh, you're so close, but so far. Okay, what's the center of your face? Your nose. Yeah. Yeah. So what would the idiom be? A screwdriver, a nail into your nose? It's so close. It's to screw on your nose. Oh. Is the fake answer that I would have given you. Okay. Okay, can you guess the other one? It's got similar themes. To unscrew a <laughs> nail from your nose. <laughs> <laughs> so you've screwed it in mm-hmm. And then you realise, wait, I don't want this So you unscrewed it <laughs> What does that mean? Going back on, is it like being a flip-flop And going back on what you yeah. said? Yeah <laughs> Sometimes when you screw a nail into your nose You just gotta go with you it just gotta, You just gotta unscrew it again Because you regretted it instantly Oh, okay, Th- these are two things You wanna unscrew it for satisfaction I'm uh, belligerent Gonna carry through and just keep it in my mm. nose Yeah there are two people in this world. <laughs> people who leave the screw in and take it out of their nose. <laughs> I keep thinking of like a snowman with like a carrot in his nose. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one is another hardware kind of term, mm-hmm. but you do it when you want to smooth out a surface. To sand a surface. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what body part is often sanded? <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> As in, like, you often scrape it a lot. I don't know. I'll give you, you a hint. It's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I scrape my elbow a lot? I don't know, I do. It's the number Why? one scraping. It's Why? either knees or elbows. Why? I don't scrape my knees or elbows. <laughs> <laughs> you have not lived. <laughs> so what is the next idiom? The fake idiom? To sand your elbows? Yeah, okay. to sand your elbows, exactly. Right. Um... Do you think you would have got it if I gave you drill a hole in your belly, screw on your nose, or sand your elbows? Um, no, probably not. You wouldn't have got the correct answer. Which one would you go on? The nose one. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, what would that mean? I don't know. I just just thought of a snowman with like a carrot in his nose. That's a cool image. Yeah. Okay. Our next format is crimes against our sanity. We have a German law saying it is illegal to have pillow fights. What are the two fake answers I would have given you? It is illegal to have... Wait, wait, that's the idiom. Uh, This is a law. Oh, okay. It's illegal to throw water balloons. Ooh, I like your direction. Mm -hmm. But I was going for a pillow theme. Okay. It's illegal to jump on the bed. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why would it be illegal to jump on your own bed? Because it's noisy. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Also breaks your mattress. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have like a mattress Mattress low. protection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mattress protection service. Um, I'm here with the PML. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> Stop bouncing. I can hear you bouncing. <laughs> um, what other things can you do with pillows? Sleep on them. There's one of them. How many pillows do you sleep with, Louis? One. Okay, well, you would be fine. Okay, I'd be fine. With this it's fake law. to sleep with three or more pillows. Oh, so close. Four or more pillows. A little low? Lower? Two or more Yeah, pillows. two or more pillows. <laughs> uh, my wording was sleeping with more than two pillows requires a license. <laughs> in a world that that does exist what might that be for the other pillows aren't getting enough attention okay of course i feel like their purpose isn't isn't being met yeah yeah <laughs> what is the other one it's kind of linked to slumber parties and pillows i don't know what other uses there are for pillows okay i'll be honest with you i'm gonna give you a hint it's a structure you make with pillows 
you make stuff with pillows. <laughs> is this a thing? A pillow fortress? It, yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. They're pillow forts. It's illegal to construct a pillow fort. Mm-hmm. But what do you need to construct a pillow fort? A pillow fort license. Yeah, planning permission. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, do you think you would have got it? I would have gone with the pillows requires a license thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the pillow fight one, it's almost makes sense because it's linked with kind of Violence. physical abuse. Yeah. yeah. But then I was like, that's too obvious. I'd pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sleeping with two or more pillows. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if you can get the last one. So the last format is frightful phobias. So these are different phobias. The correct phobia is fear of having ideas. And this is called idearophobia. That's not a creative name. It's not a creative name no. because he's scared of having ideas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So what would be the two fake phobias I would give to you to try and trick you? Um, the fear of having fears. <laughs> that is a fear, I think. Is it? It's like phobia-phobia. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not what I've got down. These are all to do with kind of um, having your own... So it's all to do with kind of being creative. It's illegal mm-hmm. to create your own path. And not be a sheep and follow other people. You know what? I'm going to give you that. The fear of being original is so close to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the next one is to do with being right. The fear of being correct? Yeah, it's pretty much. It's the fear of saying the correct answer. I would have just gone with that because it sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what would someone that had a fear of having ideas be like? I think they'd probably, uh, probably be dead. <laughs> be dead <laughs> as like well because then you have the idea of having idea and then like you're scared and you're like uh oh i'm having an idea of being scared now i'm even more scared and then it escalates to the point where you're just constantly in pain <laughs> i thought you meant like eating breakfast is an idea that you have so if you don't have ideas oh. <laughs> <laughs> then you won't eat We'll, you pick, know. we'll pick that as sounds like. Yeah, okay. So that was a very strange set of quizzes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not play that again. <laughs> I don't really like it. <laughs> Messes with my brain. <laughs> well, our next game is Time Period Parallels. I will give a modern scenario to Louis, and we will discuss an equivalent action from a previous time period. And today, we are going to try and make modern scenarios into the medieval period equivalent. So our first modern scenario is your phone running out of battery. Uh, your dog going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Can you try and draw the parallels between because dogs and it's phones? It's like your main source of entertainment. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, just sort of not being there. Yeah, okay. Being there, but not being there. Mm-hmm. You know? How would you charge your dog? <laughs> <laughs> you give him more dog food. <laughs> nice, okay. What about, like, communication? Is a dog also... Like, a dog is kind of, like, your friend. Yeah. But, like, your phone lets you access your friends. Would you still have social media on a dog? Maybe you create your profile (laughs) inside your dog's brain, kind of. So (laughs) you you express yourself with your dog. Yeah. So that he knows about you. (laughs) (laughs) So you build an image towards your dog, like yeah, maybe going like, to parties with your dog. But like you would on Instagram, yeah. an image of yourself. Okay. But you do it on yeah. your dog, so your dog thinks highly of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
your dog thinks you're a very happy person yeah. that goes to a lot of parties, mm-hmm. eats healthily, mm-hmm. but really, <laughs> you're a bad person. Yeah. So would you wake your dog up at certain times where you want him to know what you're doing? He wakes you up. He's he's your alarm. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that works. to just start barking at, like, 9am. <laughs> I hate it when you can't press snooze on your dog. <laughs> <laughs> so he just keeps on barking. <laughs> what about, like, iPhone jacks? How would you remove an iPhone jack from a dog? Um, I don't know what you'd be listening to on your dog. <laughs> <laughs> the barks. Maybe it's, like, a mute dog. Maybe. Hmm, that's sad. Bluetooth. How would that work? <laughs> <laughs> it's natural tooth. And you just press it. <laughs> see what happens or maybe a dog whistle I like that um, parallel what about ordering the wrong size of clothing online ordering the wrong amount of hay to your medieval castle oh yeah that's mm. good um, so what problems might that cause in your medieval society well the sheep are getting too much food and mm-hmm. they're starting to get used to the fact that they have enough food yeah and therefore, you're spending more money on them. Oh, okay. Because they refuse to eat so little anymore. <laughs> and then, when you don't feed them enough, either mm-hmm. the sheep's revolt, you know, <laughs> and the sheep have an uprising, um, and everyone supports them because everyone loves sheep, obviously. Yeah. Um, loves sheep, not sheeps. What am I saying? <laughs> and then, if you continue to feed them, then you go bankrupt, and the yeah. sheep take over anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe as well, the sheep could stop turning the world around. Yeah, they could just they could threaten to stop the world. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, okay, I guess you can have the castle. And then you don't get any crops because you you wouldn't have any night and day. Yeah. Mm. So the sheep would take over. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so basically, the message is: if you order the wrong size shirt, the sheep's are gonna destroy. <laughs> what about? I was kind of thinking that instead of farmers, it could be like knights, mm-hmm. and it's like ordering the wrong side of sword. So instead of getting a proper human-sized sword, yeah. you get, like, a butter knife instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you would have to, like, go get it returned. Or maybe you just, like, use it for a while because you're resilient about getting it returned. <laughs> you're like, no, this is the one I ordered. Yeah. I did not get the wrong one. You didn't keep the receipt, so you can't return it. Yeah. <laughs> and, so... then when, and then when the actual knife comes, you use that for butter instead because you've already, <laughs> you already started using the butter knife. You're already very skillful. Yeah. At defending your land with a butter knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which uh, the main method is making sandwiches for the enemy mm-hmm. until they are passive. <laughs> okay, what about the medieval equivalent of waiting for a delayed bus? Maybe, maybe you know, the horse and carriage. Wait, were there horses and carriages? Yeah. But, like, were they used for, like, taxi type of thing, you know? Probably, yeah. Maybe, maybe one of the horses just fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> like your dog mm-hmm. you didn't charge it enough no, you, didn't, you didn't give him enough food he fell asleep nice what effect would that have on a medieval society well the uber horses oh are, nice are very important because <laughs> people have places to go yeah because there's no other means of transport you know mm-hmm. they rely on the uber horses very heavily oh, okay and then as a result um, they're late, so they give the Uber horse a bad review. And the <laughs> Uber horse is outcast from society because oh, no. no one wants to, no one wants to get rides with that Uber horse. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. Would you rate the horse like you rate your driver? I always give the Uber horse five stars because I feel bad. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want him to lose his job. <laughs>
that was time period parallels. So remember to charge your dog, order the right amount of hay, and also rate your horse five stars. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Our first game is Survival of the Witless, where we predict evolution by arguing which certain type of animal would be best suited to a specific environment, occupation, or lifestyle. All right. And today we are discussing farmyard animals. Okay. Have you got a favorite farmyard animal? A sheep. Ooh, I like that. Or if you're going with a, I want to go for a crazy type of farm rather than like your traditional farm. Oh, all right. The Soya beans. <laughs> the animals in those farms. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't help me. That, that is a crazy answer to what's your favorite farmyard <laughs> animal, as it's not an animal. No, I'll, I'll take that one. Okay, great. Yeah. So, what is the best farmyard animal to survive in the center of the earth? Um, a sheep. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, your favorite. Why is that? Because he's uh he's used to he's used to having a little little warmth around him. Okay. Know? He's got his, yeah. he's got his little woolly jacket. <laughs> Do you think that would kind of burn off in the center of the earth? Um, I think he's used to that. Yeah, you know, he does get it. He does get it sheared off a few times. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could he possibly escape somehow? Um, I don't think he wants to escape. I think oh, he nice. wants to enjoy the warmth. He's cozy. Have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Um, would you be able to still make clothing out of his wool? Yeah, it's like it's burnt, so it's, it becomes yeah. like a really nice sooty black color. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, igneous rock or something. Mm-hmm. It becomes really hard. Yeah. You can't, like, walk in your trousers. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable to wear. <laughs> but it looks cool. So it looks great. That's all it's about. For the fashion. Mm-hmm. That's why you wear it. Sheep have a tendency of kind of going in herds. Yeah. Do you think you find many sheep at the center of the earth or just a couple? Um, There are actually thousands. Oh, there. right. Yeah. And there's also a magma magma shepherds. Oh. <laughs> guide them along. Nice. Um, is that what actually keeps the earth spinning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they cause the convection currents. Oh, they're, nice. They're yeah. movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about counting sheep to go to sleep? Could we kind of fit that in somehow? Um, you just count how many sheep are on fire instead <laughs> of rather than them kind of jumping over some. You just think, well, there's a lot of sheep on fire. I'll count them. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's to wake up instead of to go to sleep. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it might have the opposite effect yeah. on you. That it just kind of gets you going. Mm-hmm. I put cow down. Cow. Well, yeah. My cow. I was thinking that um, you know how cows often eat metal, so their they? digest. Yeah, they eat anything, so their digestion system like works mm-hmm. because they have like free stomachs and they need to eat rocks and stuff. I'm getting lots of cow facts that I didn't yeah. <laughs> before this. Spicy Times is the official podcast of cows. Mm-hmm. We are sponsored by the concept of cows. If you go to cow.com slash spicy. <laughs> and our merch is just like a cowbell. Yeah. That's nice. You ring it mm-hmm. and that's how you know it's spicy time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought because they have quite good teeth, they could maybe eat some of the metal at the center of the earth. Yeah. 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 Um, also, their skin is literally as tough as leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. So I feel like it would just be really resilient in the center of the earth. Especially to magma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How would the cow and the sheep that makes the earth spin round interact? Uh, the sheep is very scared of the cow. Because oh, the yeah. cow looks pretty intimidating. Okay. 
he just wants to you know run away mm-hmm. join join his flock but he can't find them so he keeps running away from the cow mm-hmm. um and then as they're running away they create a current oh it's like a cuckoo yeah. clock or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What happens when they catch up? Does the earth just stop spinning? They never catch up. They're going at the same speed, oh, in the same direction. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the trick is one day the cow is just going to reverse in direction, yeah. meet in the middle, and then day will become night and night will become day. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's happened before. That's the apocalypse. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the world. Okay, so which one, cow or sheep, are we going to go with? I did not know about the cows <laughs> and their... And their habits, yeah. so I'll, I'll take the cow. Okay, let's go with the cow. But to be honest, I think the sheep really deserve the yeah. I like the him. points. I like yeah. Him a lot. Okay, what about the best farmyard animal to become a stunt double? Um, I think a pig probably. Ooh, why is that? Because they all look pretty similar. I also yeah. think they just don't care about anything. <laughs> like they just eat everything, and mm-hmm. they just I don't know. They do nothing. I think it would be good for them to. To do something, and yeah. I don't think they care that much about getting hurt. To be honest, what kind of stunts would they do? Uh, mainly rolling. Oh yeah, yeah like very... rolling in mud. Yeah, covered in mud, mm-hmm. eating lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very one-dimensional kind of <laughs> characters <laughs> yeah. that they play. So you would have one pig, which is maybe the handsome pig mm-hmm. that gets to be in the movie. <laughs> the handsome pig. <laughs> <laughs> It is a really chiseled jaw, mm-hmm. um, cheekbones <laughs> on the pig. <laughs> and then the other pigs are their stunt doubles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think because pigs are like, they roll in the mud a lot. So I think it would be cool if like, there was like a James Bond like action roll, to, like oh, dodge a bullet or something. Yeah. Like, they get the stunt pig to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're maybe expendable as well? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Lots of pigs are going to be hurt in the production of this. <laughs> That's how you know it's good, because mm-hmm. many pigs were hurt. Yeah. It's like a pig Hollywood. They, they always put that in the trailer, how many pigs were hurt. And the more pigs that are hurt, the mm-hmm. better it is. It's like the rating on Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Rotten Tomatoes, it's like Rotten Onions. Instead of, like, the percentage of how good it is, it's the percentage of pigs that were killed mm. that acted in it. Okay. <laughs> it's getting pretty dark, but... <laughs> For some reason, pigs feel like other pigs are uh, just, they don't matter. No. Nope. Really, we have to teach them that all pig, even if you're not the chiseled and <laughs> beautiful pig. Yeah. Um, and that's, maybe we have another cinema for that. Mm-hmm. An off-branch. Okay. I put a fox. A fox. Because I feel like they're always trying to get at chickens. Mm-hmm. So they would be quite maneuverable. Like, kind of like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm-hmm. I'm basing most of my assumptions. <laughs> I mean, that's what all foxes are like. Yeah, they all click and are very charismatic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I feel like maybe he wouldn't be a very good stunt double because he would kind of steal the limelight because he's a fox and he's sneaky. Maybe he's the stunt double, but mm-hmm. also the lead role at the same time. Oh, yeah, he does mm-hmm. all his stunts. Yeah. So which one do you prefer? The fox that does all his stunts or the pig that is in <laughs> that doesn't matter <laughs> well i think the pigs don't care enough yeah you know to actually participate okay yeah so maybe the fox okay yeah, yeah. let's go with the fox for that one and finally the best farmyard animal to become a hippie are llamas considered farmyard animals yeah i i'll say that they're, they're on farms yeah. sometimes sometimes yeah i just feel like i could see like a white llama with, mm-hmm. like, hippie attire. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because I bet hippies would wear like llama wool coats and stuff anyway. Llamas are known for spitting on people they disagree with. Yeah, it's kind of like (laughs) passive aggression. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Instead of chaining yourself up to a tree, you could just spit on government officials so they don't knock down forests. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like you're hurting them, but it's like... Yeah. Yeah. It's not illegal, let's say. (laughs) But it is very not legal. (laughs) What kind of beliefs do you think would a hippie llama have? I don't think a hippie llama would like llama coat oh yeah i think it would definitely, definitely. Protest against that global warming i bet they're real cozy already yeah so they, they wouldn't like it heat. yeah yeah um <laughs> <laughs> uh i put down a pig for that one yeah kind of like the opposite of the stunt double one i feel like it would be very funny if a pig was a hippie because it would like watch what it ate yeah. but it would also not be a fussy eater mm-hmm. yeah so it's kind of anti-stereotypical of a pig, pigs, yeah. yeah. Redefine the image of all pigs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that's why it's going like off the brand, because it's a hippie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I'm not sure really what it would try and protect, though. I don't think it would care about a lot. Yeah, it doesn't care that much. They seem quite selfish. Maybe he would try and get more ugly pigs into the pig Hollywood. And remove all cheekbones, so there's no <laughs> bias. <laughs> yeah, we're really anti-cheekbone mm-hmm. uh, pigs. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Spicy Times. My name is Oliver Spicer. And I'm Louis. Louis, can you describe yourself in a shape of pasta? Uh, spaghetti. Spaghetti? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because it's the most noodle-like pasta. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you yourself are long and, and thin? And a noodle. And a noodle, mm-hmm. yeah. Spaghetti, what sauces go with, I guess, spaghetti and meatballs yeah. is a common one? yeah. Do you think you would get along with a meatball? Probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that? Uh, I'd find it kind of gross just talking to a big ball of dead animals. Yeah, just yeah. a hump but of like, flesh. I'm, like, as big as it. Oh, yeah. And that'd be even more scary. Of course. Do you often find that when you are put in boiling water, you become more... Softer. Yeah, softer yeah. and also kind of wiggly yeah usually okay i do a little i do a little wiggle and again is that why you don't go into like hot tubs or anything yeah (laughs) just becomes like a noodle broth (laughs) does that kind of limit how you act at pool parties yeah i have to stay on the outside Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have to bring meatballs in with you yeah that's just the expectation Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) it's just you not going in the pool looking at your meatball friend saying one day one day I'll be brave enough, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, (laughs) overcome your fears, become the pastor you were born to be. It's the main message (laughs) of this show. (laughs) Well, this is Spicy Times, the podcast full of fun games and apparently now idioms about pasta.